interesting people, incredible stories. This is Talk All Things with JP. And welcome to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host JP. Thanks to Oasis AU, your food paradise. And today's guest I'm very excited to have on the show. Rebecca Lee, owner and chief Rev Tech, built her first electric bike back in 2009. Rev Bikes are passionate about getting people riding bikes when they otherwise wouldn't. They know that often the fastest, most active, friendly and fun way to commute is by e-bike. And welcome to Talk All Things, Rebecca. Thank you so much, mate. No worries. I'm very excited to have you on the show today. Awesome. I'm excited to be here. That's good. Before we get into the episode, let's do some getting to know you questions. Sure. So for me, music puts me in a really good mood. I'm just wondering, what could we find on your Spotify playlist? <laughs> oh, I don't actually use Spotify, really. I'm a big fan of community radio, actually. I love uh, listening to PBS and Triple R, but I uh, I do enjoy a bit of uh, liquid drum and bass to get me in the mood, I reckon. Okay, that's really good. And uh, when you're not working during the week, what do you like to do to relax? Uh, yeah, I like to spend a bit of time in the garden. I grow some veggies and uh, I also enjoy riding my horse with my son on his horse um, or going for a bike ride on our e-bike. Nice. And uh, what do you, so what do you like to grow in the garden? What kind of vegetables? Uh, we're doing really well with potatoes, pumpkin and zucchini at the moment. We, um, we have quite a few pests feeding the rest of everything else. So giving up on the broccoli and cauliflower for now. <laughs> nice. I love hearing about that. Um, I come from a Middle Eastern background and my parents, they love growing stuff in the garden as well, but I love growing parsley um, in, in the backyard. Oh, that's awesome. Parsley actually grows as a weed in my garden, so <laughs> okay. I have a heap of it and I love to chuck it in smoothies. Nice. And um, I heard you mentioned your horse as well, so I'm wondering what horse do you have? I've got a, uh, she's a crossbreed, a Frisian Arab quarter horse. Nice. Um, yeah, so, and I've also got a pony for my son now, so we're, we're quite spoiled. I was raised with horses in my family and um, uh, sort of led into the electric bikes being sort of like a modern-day horse and cart, so to speak. <laughs> nice. Rebecca, we, uh, I got my um, famous uh, time machine now. If you could uh, step into the talk of fixed time machine and go to future or past and only choose one, what would you choose and why? Uh, I'd, uh, I'd love to go into the future to see what kind of crazy things we're doing and um, and to be able to work backwards a little bit at how we should perhaps um, be treating the planet a little kinder. Nice. So those are all the getting to know you questions. Let's talk about Rev Bike. Sure. So... Uh, how did Red Bike all uh, begin and what's the history behind that? Yeah, so I started Red Bike in 2009 um, as, I guess, 
I was installing solar power, helping people install solar power at that time and doing home energy audits and things like that. I was big into helping people to help the planet. Um, so mm-hmm. I did study psychology actually at, at uni, psychology with a PSY that is. Um, and I think I transitioned to wanting to help people with psychology in a CYC sort of a way um, with cycling, people helping people to get um, on a bike as a as a mode of transport rather than just a form of exercise. So back then, I loved the concept of sort of electric vehicles, but we were a long way from having those in any sort of commercial sense. Um, and I saw. I purchased an e-bike myself, actually, um, as a result of having um, no license for six months and found it was actually a really brilliant way to do lots of local trips. Uh, but there were very few and far between, and they were really daggy and considered just the old, incapable people. Uh, and then I had a friend who mentioned he'd seen something online where you could purchase kits to make any bike electric. Um, so I sort of started doing that in between selling the solar power as a bit of a stopgap when the rebates were down. Um, and it became a really inspired sort of concept because we had a lot of fun doing some really unusual bikes and getting a bit of attention. Um, even sort of rode with my feet up on the handlebars while David Brown was doing the weather one time. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, the um, that's where it began in my garage and as a as a website for selling the components to people to fit themselves. Um, and it evolved into us having a workshop and uh, then growing into a, a shop now. So we predominantly install the systems ourselves for people now, as well as having a, a network of installers around the country to install for people in other cities now too, which is very exciting. And have you always been a bike person? No. Uh, funny enough, as a kid, uh, as I mentioned before, I was um, I was more into horses, but my brother was into bikes in a big way uh, and my dad. And I think what was missing for me is that having had a, a horse where they do most of the work, I didn't fancy bike riding as much until I found um, a bike that could help me in a similar way to what a horse does. So, yeah, it was uh, later in life that I came to enjoy cycling. And, uh, Rebecca, uh, you mentioned before about kits. So I'm just wondering, uh, could people uh, like come to the company and build their own bikes? Yeah, most people bring their bike and we fit it up with the electrics for them. But we do occasionally have a, a supported installation days. So what that involves is, yeah, that people bring their own bike and they want to get involved in the process. So it's usually on a Saturday um, and we basically sort of show people how to do it and then let them do it themselves and make sure it's done right. Because, yeah, we were finding that when we sold kits to people to take home and do in their own garage by themselves, they weren't quite as competent as they thought they might have been. Um, And we were getting roughly 90% of our warranty claims from that sector, which was only about 5% of our actual um, market. So it was a warranty claims coming from that sector of the market was, was very high. So we decided to make sure we were supporting people in the installs. And what should people be looking um, when they're choosing a bike? 
Well, if you're looking for an e-bike, um, I would encourage you to spend um, a little more than the entry-level price point. Um, it's pretty important that you have a reputable battery, especially. Uh, the batteries are combustible. You can get a fire happening if you have a poor quality battery that doesn't have good circuitry inside it. So I would make sure that you're buying from a reputable seller. That's number one. Um, I don't encourage people to buy off Facebook Marketplace because there's a huge market um, in stolen e-bikes through those sort of mediums. I'm, I'm always very um, nervous about that. Um, but yeah, if you if you can afford an e-bike with hydraulic disc brakes, then it's going to have uh, much better stopping power. Um, and uh, battery range is something that a lot of people aren't really sure about. Most batteries will last at least 30 kilometres of range, although some of the, the cheap, like LD e-bikes or whatever, they've got very small batteries. They might only get 20, 15, 20 k's of range when it's new, um, and that will decrease as the battery ages and a lot faster with a lower-quality battery. Um, so, yeah, just something that actually suits you. Another big point to note is that there's two types of motors on e-bikes. So there's hub motors, which are in the wheel. They just turn, it turns the wheel, not through the gears of the bike. Um, so a mid-drive motor actually runs the chain, and as you change the gears on the bike, the performance of the motor varies. So when you're in low gears, it's very torquey for climbing hills or accelerating, and when you're in high gears, it's no good for taking off. It's good for Highway, it's much like a manual car. Um, so that type of e-bike with a mid-drive motor is best suited to people who are very keen to run it through the gears and have a very active cycling experience. If you want more what we call the point-and-shoot pony, <laughs> uh, the nice easy one that um, that you don't have to think too much when you're riding it, uh, that would be a hub motor in the wheel. And uh, for people who are... You know, not sure how to ride a bike, or um, you know, have have uh, don't don't have a idea. I'm just wondering, do you have any uh, training to offer? We do offer test rides here. Um, we do have some three wheeled trikes as well. So for people who don't have that balance um, for riding a bike, um, we do some maintenance courses here for our customers as well. So it's a free um, hour once a month uh, on a Saturday to come and learn about maintaining your bike. But no, we don't do any training on actually how to ride a bike. So we do, yesterday I took a customer out for a test ride on a recumbent um, mm. and that's a bit of a different sort of a tricycle. It's a, a different experience reclining a bit. So I actually went out with her to help her master the art of uh, steering and changing gears. So we do support our customers as best we can. But if you don't know how to ride a bike yet, you should probably learn that before you come to visit us. Okay. And um, Rebecca, this question I will always ask my guests. If you could jump on a plane right now and go anywhere around the world and open red bikes, where would you go and why? <laughs> ah, that's a great question. Well, I've definitely had an urge to travel to South and Central America. Um, I would love to explore the Amazon rainforest 
through South America, even right down to Chile. And um, I think there's probably uh, a great environment for e-bikes over there. And I could chase the summers and the winters um, across the continent, I reckon. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's about time to go to South America for me. Okay, and that's really good. Uh, and Rebecca, for all my listening listeners who are listening to this episode and would like more information, where could they um, find your social medias? Yeah, so we do have uh, Facebook and Instagram. So it's rev.e.bikes. Uh, we have a website too. So it's rev-bikes.com. Nice. I love hearing about that. And um, before I let you go, um, I just want to also ask, are you guys just in Australia or are you um, all over the world as well? Uh, at this stage, we are just in Australia um, until we go over to South America, as you've just put that seed in my brain now. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca, thank you very much for coming on to my podcast show. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we can talk again soon. Good on you, JP. Thanks for having me, mate. And a great chat from Rebecca. Thanks for listening to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. See you next week. This has been another episode of the Talk All Things with JP podcast. For more, check us out on Spotify and chuck us a like on Facebook and Instagram.